This morning, we wrap up our series on Illinois nursing home ownership with a look at one of the industry's biggest operators. Nearly all of his nursing homes have below-average staffing coverage. He depends on taxpayer funding, but his business hides how much he's profiting. And among big nursing home owners in Illinois, he has the highest COVID infection and death rates. Advocates for nursing home residents say all these things are tied together, and they show why the state's nursing home industry needs an overhaul. WBEZ's Chip Mitchell reports. David Hartman has a stake in 19 long-term care facilities in Illinois. Most are part of Symphony, a nursing home chain built by his father. His ownership percentage amounts to more than 1,400 beds occupied just before the pandemic. His percentage of the facility's COVID infections amounts to 882, including 61 deaths. Those are the highest COVID numbers per bed among the state's 15 biggest nursing home owners. That's according to a WBEZ analysis of state and federal data. When the virus arrived, Sharonda Stokes was a certified nursing assistant at one of Hartman's Chicago facilities, Symphony of South Shore. The short staffing is something that we always have been dealing with within nursing homes. But when the pandemic hit, it was to the point we would never imagine. The facility had long operated with nursing coverage below the industry average, according to its federal ratings. Now, Stokes says, some workers were staying home because they got sick. Others didn't want to risk exposure to the virus. They just were not comfortable coming to work and having to go home to maybe elderly parents or children. Stokes says staff members began working double shifts, sometimes caring for 20 people at a time. She recalls something that happened to a 73-year-old dementia patient who got COVID. He's one of my favorites, to be honest. He greets me every time he sees me. When COVID hit and he wasn't able to eat or able to drink, the energy that he had in his body was drained, so he wasn't able to just go ahead and go to the bathroom. He needed help. One time, the man had his call light on for help, but Stokes was busy with a resident across the hall. By the time I did actually come to service him, it was a little too late. He had urinated in the bed, so he was embarrassed. He was upset with himself, and it hurt me. It broke me down. Stokes and her colleagues could not meet their residents' basic needs, let alone put up an effective fight against the coronavirus. By last Friday, Illinois regulators had linked Symphony of South Shore to 207 COVID infections and 29 deaths. Stokes says Hartman and his co-owners should have been ready with more staffing for the pandemic. Maybe we wouldn't have lost as many people as we lost if we would have been on top of it before it actually hit. Hartman declined to be interviewed, but a spokeswoman for his company answered some of our questions. Natalie Bauer-Luce said South Shore's poor staffing levels had nothing to do with its high COVID numbers. No long-term care facility, no matter their ratings, can keep COVID-19 away if it is widespread in the community where, where those facilities are located. Experts say it's true that COVID in the community will get into nursing homes. But they also say that if nursing homeowners are spending money on staffing instead of siphoning out profits, they can slow the virus's spread and minimize deaths. Like other nursing homes, Hartman's company has to file financial disclosures for each facility. The filings for South Shore claim it ran in the red during each of the last three years. It's a similar story with most Hartman nursing homes. In 2018, their red ink totaled $28.6 million. Huge losses year after year. It's like David Hartman is the worst businessman in the world.
But here's why he sticks with it. These same nursing homes generate millions and millions of dollars a year for other companies tied to Hartman. They include a company that manages the nursing homes, one that insures them, another that provides equipment, and many more. That kind of business structure is widespread in Illinois' nursing home industry. Hartman's company says the structure and those reported losses are necessary. Those losses are the unfortunate outcome of being in in such a litigious state. Illinois incentivizes trial lawyers and TV lawyers to sue, and we're seeing that even in, in the midst of a pandemic. But apart from shielding assets from lawsuits, the complicated business structures make it impossible for the public to know how much profit is being pulled out of nursing homes and how many taxpayer dollars the owners need to provide quality care. The spokeswoman for Hartman's company would not answer our questions about his profits. As COVID surges again, the lobbying groups that represent for-profit owners are pointing to the pandemic to argue for more state and federal aid. But some advocates for residents say it's not enough for the owners to cry poor. Bob Gallo heads the Illinois AARP. I wouldn't think that taxpayers should pay more money until there's adequate oversight on finances to make sure that those funds are being used in the best way possible to provide care. WBEZ's investigation of nursing home ownership found that in the areas of Illinois hit hardest by COVID, facilities that run for profit had nearly twice as many infections and deaths per bed as nonprofits. The for-profits also had much lower staffing coverage. Experts say that helps explain their weak fight against the virus. And it raises the question of whether the government, whether taxpayers, should be funding anyone to live in a nursing home run for profit the owners of these facilities have a lobbying group called the Health Care Council of Illinois. Donna Ginther helps lead it. It doesn't really matter what their tax status is, whether they're nonprofit or for-profit. It's the quality of the care they're able to provide, and that is all driven by how much Medicaid is able to pay in terms of what that rate is. She says the owners cannot improve the care much unless the state starts paying more. That will drive the staffing in your building. It will drive a lot of other factors in your building. But Gallo, the AARP director, he says when lawmakers reconvene, the ownership question needs to be on the table. COVID has basically ripped the covers off of an industry that has been poor at the job that they've been doing all along. To think that you should be able to make as much money as possible by providing a low quality service to people that can cause them injury or death needs to be rethought. He says COVID has shown we have to look at other ways to take care of people. Chip Mitchell, WBEZ News.